Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get started, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind, and we would love it even, even more if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app is that lets you give ratings. Um, you can also tell people to subscribe to our show. And with that, today we are continuing our rewinds of Season 1 of Iron Fist with Episode 5, Under Leaf Pluck Lotus, which originally dropped March 17th of 2017. And as always, here's a rundown of the episode. A new synthetic heroin appears in New York, which Danny figures out is from the hand. After a chemical factory owned by Rant Enterprises is linked to cancer, Danny personally apologizes to the mother of victim and is recorded by a lawyer who gives it to the media. In a board meeting that Danny does not attend, Ward convinces the shareholders not to settle. However, the stress of always being watched by Harold causes Ward to try the new heroin. Danny convinces Colleen to help him infiltrate the pier, where they find containers apparently loaded with normal supplies. Danny decides to get a closer look and finds Radovan, the chemist who is who was forced to create the heroin because the hand held his daughter hostage. Danny uh, fights off the guard to free Radovan, but the chemist is accidentally stabbed by the guard. At Colleen's dojo, Claire Temple is able to provide Aid uh, as a former nurse with experience working with the other pre-defenders. Colleen uh, promises to help Danny defeat the hand, while Madame Gao kills the guard for failing. <gasps> yep. Shock. Spoiler alert! Even though I said a few weeks ago, and if you watch any other MC or Defender stuff, you totally know who it is. That was Madame Gao. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to say spoiler before, but okay. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, she got revealed in this episode and we saw her face and everything. Yeah, okay. So, all right. All right. Well, now that you've said that that was Madame Gao, there goes my one fast fact, Tony. Oh, well, then let's... Hold on, I didn't do the intro. Time for fast oh, facts. Sorry. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and... Gravy. You didn't see that coming? All right, Al, do you have any fast facts? <laughs> well, now that you've said that that was Madame Gao, there goes my one fast fact, Tony. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I have a few. fast fact. Okay. <laughs> um, I found another martial arts move. Uh, under a leaf pluck lotus, which, God, they need to change that name, at least in English. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, the 60th um, sequence of Shaolin Kung Fu's 72 sequences. And this move seems to be um, you grab for that guy, the other guy, opponent's junk. Because that's looked like what they're plucking is going underneath (laughs) and going (laughs) between the legs. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's not like grabbing the pants and to pull them down, at least down to the floor. No, you're not. You're not pantsing your opponent, um, or at least that's not what I saw. I did find three separate videos. So like, really, this can't be it. And two of the times it was blocked, and one time, yeah, they snatched it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep. So apparently, um, Shaolin Kung Fu is not against uh, fighting derby. <laughs> hey, you know, a fight is a fight. You you got to make sure you come out of it alive. So I'll I'll give them that. Yeah. Also, how does that relate to this episode? I was about to say that. I have no <laughs> idea how this relates to that episode. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, no, I do. Okay. Danny hits the hand where it hurts. Um, not where the pluck does, but where um he they take away the source of their heroin, the guy who creates it. Okay. So in both scenarios, you're hurting someone in the moneymaker. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, next thing is, uh, I looked into Red Hook Pier, which is the pier that, uh, they sold last couple episodes, but this is the first time we've seen it. Um, I was actually checking to see if this was the pier from Daredevil, where they smuggled in the Black Sky. Mm -hmm. And it's not. But it is the same pier from Agent Carter, where they smuggle in Stark Tech back in the 40s. I think it's the second episode. Okay. 
Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's an intentional connection, because this is also a real place. So it might just be where they, like, this is a pier in New York, so that's where they get it. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably makes more sense um, that, I mean, I have no idea how many piers are uh, set up for filming. So I'm sure that mm-hmm. this pier shows up in a, in a lot of places, too. Right? Um, yeah. Hmm. I mean, and then how many piers are in this part of New York? Um, this is not a Hell's Kitchen, because they would mention Hell's Kitchen as much as they mentioned that Danny Rand is the Iron Fist protector of Kunlun. But, um, yeah, wherever they are, Midtown, I guess, it must be the, a close pier to there. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, get Man- Danny mentions Lord Tom, who is the ruler of Kunlun in the comics. He just mm-hmm. mentions like something that Lord Tom says, um, who f- first appeared in the comics in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu number twenty one back in February of nineteen seventy six, and then he also mentions his friend Davos. But I'm not going into Davos because that will be spoilers for the show. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And my last fast fact is uh, we get to see Claire, played by Rosario Dawson, who you may remember as Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian season two. You also I may think that's remember from her. As Claire from every other uh, Netflix Defenders show. Oh, uh, I, I guess that is more significant to this. <laughs> but now she's a Sokotano, and that's all that matters to me. <laughs> yep, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Is it, Ahsoka is getting her own show, right? She is. It okay. will be called Ahsoka. <laughs> okay, that that's why I remember. All right, I, I could remember everything they've announced. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're going to be a whole Defender-style crossover <laughs> after a while. I, yeah. Good. I, I like that. I, it's, yeah. It's always fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Not Avenger-style, strangely enough, but it's a Defender-style because they're all TV shows. All right. I'm done with my Fast Facts. Uh, Want to move on to the heroes, or should we just mess everything up and do it a completely different style? Oh, yeah, we, we should totally start with 12% of the plan, uh, and then okay. we'll go to villains, and then I think that's it. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kun Lan. and I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero, like a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupy stalker type. All right. Well, my first hero then, (laughs) actually, I combined Danny and Colleen because like there's very little that shows Danny by himself and then Colleen's intertwined with his whole story. So I just put them together. Okay. That's, that seems fair. Yeah. Um, In that case, since we're doing that, uh, I'll start with one thing about Danny because this is the very Uh beginning of the episode and (laughs) it really is him by himself um so at the beginning he was speaking with a a scientist doctor person at Rand um because I guess he asked her to analyze or do whatever stuff to figure out what was in that little pouch the the heroin essentially Uh um Mm -hmm. and so you know we we get a little bit of exposition which is good um explaining what it is uh telling the audience all that um but then he asked her to leave and he said that he would deal with it what does she think is going to happen does she think that like danny is going to like go to the authorities or maybe the opposite like oh now danny wants rand to start making it because apparently everything about it is legal that's a good question um i think the your first option, the going to the authorities, would be much more logical from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, I mean, I don't know. It's not. I don't know if everyone in the company knows, but people talk about Danny's um, meeting of the board and talking about drugs and helping people, and it's in the newspaper now. So I'm sure it's all over Rand. I don't think she, based on that, anyone would assume that he's the type of guy who's like, ooh, a a drug that's not that will mess people up but it's still legal let's make that 
I don't think that falls under his character or his perception around the um around the business. Okay, that works for me. I just had to ask. <laughs> just wanted to wanted mm-hmm. to, to you know get a feel for how that would actually go in uh, in this scenario. Like what what the what she would think of him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, when she when he said he was going to deal with it, my first reaction was yes, actual superheroing, and then he walks over to Ward. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair, we do get some real superheroing in this episode, but it wasn't instant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I didn't think about that that order that you said. I will deal with it. Yeah, Ward, help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ward, Ward, they're doing bad stuff on our pier. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and he recognizes it as the 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 heroin packet. Uh, the symbol on it is the symbol of Shao Lao the Undying, the dragon who made him the Iron Fist. <laughs> um, which you know, okay, that's a normal thing. Uh, does I think he tells Ward that, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he thinks that dragons are normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is not not really a spoiler. Um, one of the things that I, I vaguely remember about when, because because Danny will talk about um, this a little bit more later in the season, mm-hmm. but I vaguely remember him making it sound like there's only the one dragon. It's kind of a it's legend, too. Yeah. Um, like, not it's not like the dragon's just walking around. This isn't like mm-hmm. a Pete's dragon situation. It's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, even to Danny, they're not normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Danny, in his mind, he comes from this monk world, just believed everything everybody said. Didn't question anything. Because he's not trying to explain himself at all. (laughs) Well, do you think in that world, no one lies? I mean, maybe that's a societal thing. I mean, either no one lies, or... Everybody lies, and Danny just believes them. <laughs> yeah, sure, Danny. You can't go home. This place is only accessible to the other world every 15 years. Totally. Stay here and get abused and punished and trained. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, okay. that, that can't be true. That can't be true. Because he doesn't believe in the hand last episode until he encounters him. Oh, that's right. Okay. Now so, this world makes even less sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dragons totally normal. Evil okay. assassination group fake. Yeah. Named right. after an extremity? Come on. Uh, I mean the That'd foot. Be like that calling makes someone sense. the foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know this delay uh be- when we record sometimes really mm-hmm. gets in the way with us making the same joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't worry, I will um, edit it so we say it one after another, and just one of us sounds um, silly for saying it after the other person. I don't know who I'll say first, but we'll see. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. I look forward to finding out. <laughs> yeah. I probably won't change it at all. We'll just talk over each other, especially since we've been talking about it now, and it'll mm-hmm. be just way too hard. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I mean... Few things happen. Danny says sorry for what happened to the woman's family, so that means he's accepting responsibility, mm-hmm. which I guess is true. Like law wise, apologizing is accepting apo- responsibility. Um, but I find that to be a stupid law. <laughs> I agree. I also, just the way that he said things, I, I could see, like, 
I could see someone making the argument that what he said didn't mean what people are assuming. Like, because mm-hmm. he said, oh, I will make this right. Yeah, that, that that's basically his one quote. Yep. Like, that, that doesn't mean that the company is doing something wrong. He's saying, like, oh, I will look into this and see yeah. what happens. Or I will something. Like, it, it, it doesn't feel like that one quote fully accepts the responsibility. I agree. Also, I know it's a lawyer, but still, let Danny pay for their medical bills. Let Give him, like, a few hours to, quote-unquote, make it right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But, yeah. But, guess not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now we also, get... Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to, like, talk a little bit about Rand and this type of situation. Like, so they, they have a factory where I guess they know for a fact that their factory is spewing out whatever chemicals that are causing mm-hmm. cancer within however many miles of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess since they are legal within U.S. limits, um, there's nothing people can really do about it. So is do they only have the one factory? Do they have more? And this is just the only lawsuit that we saw. Um I don't know. It's it's just weird. It it makes me think that there's like a lot more going on. Then again, this is one of those like everything companies. Like they just they, yeah. they have their hands in every business in the world or every type of business. Well, it's it's a mar yeah, and it's like Marvel scientists. Um that you're not a, a astrophysicist or a I don't know, a biologist. No, you're just a scientist of every science. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. when 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 they want to, you know, make things easy, just say, yeah, you're the scientist. Um who was it? It was um Hank Pym created Ultron in the comics, right? He's a mm-hmm. I don't even know what type of science he does, but that's like some sort of engineering and artificial intelligence research, yeah. which is its own separate field. Like there's there's a lot in that. Yeah, and then I mean I assume Ant Man technology is like applied physics. I mean, not that it's real at, on any level, but mm-hmm. you know, sh- shrinking and growing people—that has to be either physics or witchcraft. Um, which you know, <laughs> to me, same thing. Anything I don't understand how it works is magic. So <laughs> physics, magic. Yeah. That seems fair. Um, it also might be chemistry, um, and probably some level of biology in it too. Yeah, to keep you yeah. alive and breathing. Um. <laughs> And the chemistry because it's it's like a vial, it's a substance. You, mm-hmm. I don't know what happens. Yeah, see, it, it, so Hank like, Pym is a scientist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and like Tony Stark's an engineer who's also an astrophysicist who develops time travel. <laughs> I mean, he engineered time travel. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. There was there, um, there was this really good line once. Like, I there was so much that I've forgotten from comics, but this one will probably stick with me for a long time. Um, it was this run of the Hulk where, um, for a while, like Banner was just like doing his own thing, and you were only seeing things from the perspective of the Hulk. Like he would mm-hmm. just wake up in these situations and try to figure out like the hell is Banner getting me into. Um, so before that part started, uh, Banner was just kind of off doing stuff. And um, in some weird remote location, um, Tony Stark shows up and like the two of them talk. And so Banner, uh, so, well, one of the things Stark asks is like, hey, so like you're not doing Gamma stuff anymore. You're doing this other thing. And so Banner responds with like, well, yeah, I'm a I'm a real scientist. You know, I. I study things, I, I learn from them, and then I uh, go on and I, I keep learning you know, different things uh, versus you, Tony, you're an engineer. You pretty much just stay in your one little field and uh, that's it. You can only do the stuff that other people have already discovered for you. Um, so that was that was interesting. Also, in the next panel, um, Stark like steps away for the restroom and then has to tell him has to look in the into the mirror and say, "It's okay, Tony. You're rich." <laughs> <laughs> that really got to him. 
Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, yeah. I don't think that's true, especially since, like, most scientists stay in one field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the real yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but and maybe I was uh, misquoting a part of that, but yeah. I think really what Banner was saying is, like, yeah, scientists are the ones pioneering stuff. Engineers just take the stuff that was already discovered and then make it actually useful. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's a whole other discussion for people that I'm not, I don't need to have that here. <laughs> okay. Um, so should we go to Colleen's Dojo? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So was Danny planning a date? <laughs> I have no idea because the two of them were like super blushing when they saw each other. Mm-hmm. And this seems like it comes out of left field to me. <laughs> yes. Because, i trying to remember, the last time the two of them saw each other, was was that last week? Did they even see each other in last week's episode? Yeah, I mean, he came over and dropped Joy off. Uh, okay, that's right. So the, the one, one spot, which would be, I don't know, a day before? But let's say let's say a day or two um, since day, then. Day, six in months. The we can't tell on Netflix world. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it, yeah, I've, I've got nothing. Um, it, it really does feel like they just threw it in there because they wanted to. I mean, I think the writers. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm wondering if they're implying Colleen is attracted to his money, which I would d- definitely dislike because of how much I like Colleen. But she was not attracted to him when he was a homeless guy sleeping on the dojo floor. Yeah. Um, or maybe more maybe she's attracted to people who have taken showers and wear shoes. I mean, I've been told that helps a lot. Shower, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends on the person. Uh, but, you know, if they have a nose or a sense of smell, then it usually helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. they can see you know, the the amount of dirt um, all over you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with his money. Just because she, when he asks her for her help, she gets annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. And then he also flaunts his money around saying that he bought the building that she's in. Um, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I feel like that one would have taken some time. Maybe maybe he hasn't closed on it yet, but he probably just said, yeah, I'll give you this money. And the owner was like, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. I Even though they never confirmed it in Age of Ultron, I'm sure Tony bought that building before he dropped the Hulk onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just digital nowadays. He, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't really buy it from them. What he did was hack into um, their bank accounts and give them a bunch of money and then just changed the ownership of that building. So that's fair. I mean, and then, uh, well, then we definitely know Danny couldn't do that because I don't think Danny would be able to use a computer, much less hack into something successfully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he really hasn't used anything, any kind of computer since he was 10. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and that's 2002 computers because this was 2017. So. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think so. Um, what was he going to say? I was going to say something about Colleen. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, he, he recruits Colleen to find evidence of drugs so he can bring it to Ward so Ward will believe him. Does he not know who Ward is? <laughs> will Ward care? So I missed that part about taking it to Ward. I, I don't know how I missed that. It seems important, but I guess you're right. Like, I mean, he already took the heroin in to talk to Ward about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't even know that part either. Like, what is the plan once he, you know, proves that they're bringing heroin in and all these drugs? I mean, his plan, I don't say it's going to work. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. But his plan is he's going to bring Ward the proof, and then he'll, since he owns the pier, or since Rand owns the pier, but mm-hmm. um, Ward will somehow stop people from bringing illegal stuff into the pier. Oh, okay. So Ward has that control over the pier, is what Danny thinks. Yes. 
I don't know whether or not Ward has that power. I do not. I do know that Ward does not have the will to use that power if he has it. <laughs> yeah, um, I would imagine that if Ward actually did have that power, he would do something about it. Um, he probably already would have done something about it because, you know, then you have people sniffing around and they get the bad press, and it, it's just easier to let you know the 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 legitimate money come in through the business then then mm-hmm. deal with this type of stuff that's true yeah so if uh i guess we can go to them their infiltration of the pier yeah that sounds good um this part was kind of cool at least right you know we're yeah. seeing some action that, that was nice mm-hmm. no i i liked this part a lot actually um I, I really enjoyed that Colleen is intimidated by machine guns. But Danny's like, it's not that big a deal. It just proves that they can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm under the impression, I'm I'm making the assumption here, neither of them have ever fought someone with a machine gun? Or mm-hmm. has is, is Danny implying that he has before? No, I'm sure Danny has never fought someone with a machine gun. <laughs> Okay, now he's probably fought people with bow and arrow, maybe crossbow. Yeah, but that's a that's a still a very different weapon. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, from martial art movies I've seen and close combat fight movies I've seen, you know, punching is way more effective than a machine gun ever could be because they shoot crazy and stuff like that. I assume. Actually, no, I've shot a machine gun. Uh, yeah, they're hard to control up close. <laughs> yeah, from, from I, I feel like I read something once, like, talking about, like, when you're actually up close near people, then I guess that hand-to-hand combat makes sense. But, like, this mm-hmm. distance? Um, <laughs> yeah, um, my experience with, uh, like, ranged weaponry, weaponry like that is... Uh, I went shooting one time in Vegas with some friends, um, and I shot a machine gun there. So uh, a close target, um, actually, or not close target, but a still target, not that hard. Unless your <laughs> former guest of the show, Tyler, who actually shot the ceiling um, <laughs> when he did that. <laughs> Only one of us. There were five of us. Um, shot the oh. ceiling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you get disadvantage on ranged weapons if you're close to them because they can duck out of the way easily. So I feel like Danny's right. The, it's good that they have machine guns because it will be less likely to hit them when they're up close. <laughs> okay, yeah, they just have to get close. <laughs> yep. Tony, did it bother you at all seeing them running on those um, containers and making it zero noise? Because it, it just, it, that that bothered me. Like, there's no way that they're both that quiet. Part of me, yes. Part of me knows that they've, I mean, they're not ninjas, but they're trained in the ninja arts of punching. So they must be trained in the ninja arts of stealth walking. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, if the hand can do it, then I guess they can. Because yeah. they're named characters. And at, as we know from Daredevil, the hand can definitely do it. Yeah, I mean, they slow down their heart rate for some unknown reason that we never fully figured out. <laughs> yeah, because they can just fight Daredevil without him hearing him, somehow. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, I have a new theory. They mm-hmm. they trained themselves to do that specifically to fight Stick. Yeah, we discussed that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't remember our conclusion, but we knew that wasn't right for some reason. Oh, all right. Well, then never mind. Not a new theory. Let's just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember discussing that. I don't. I think it is. I don't think Stick can hear heartbeats, because Daredevil can because he has the power of radioactive slime in his face. <laughs> Then, yeah, then I've got nothing. Well, then how does he yeah. fight them at all? He can hear their breathing and he can hear the other stuff, but heartbeat is a lot harder than breath or movement to hear. All right. 
Hmm. I mean, I've, I've got nothing. I, 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 yeah. I or, still think he, he can. Oh, okay. Or, well, no, I'm not saying like I have an alternative solution, but it's like, how did Stick get his powers then? <laughs> I, I guess we never got a backstory on him. Now, there's yes. probably a backstory in the comics, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But I have no idea. I think he is just a naturally blind person, and he's just yeah. good at it. And he trained. I know he trained with the, the Chaste, which is, mm-hmm. I think, well, the thing we haven't seen. I'm, I'm not going to answer stuff that's going to happen yet. But we do know he trained with the Chaste in season that he talks about in season two. So maybe they trained him to hear heartbeats. Okay, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll talk to him about him in next time we see him in a while. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Anyway. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Back to this this show. Yeah. Um. So, Danny says that if they're close up, the machine guns won't be effective. So, of course, they stay far away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but to not be seen, so it's okay. I mean, yeah, they're they're sneaking around. They're spying. Like, all right, that's that fits. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, dude, Fitz is in Agents of Shield. I was worried you'd say that. <laughs> uh. I can't not now. I know. I know. Every so often uh, I'll get one through. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I slack. I slack on it sometimes. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Danny decides to go in there and because they don't see anything bad and they go in and um. I guess it looks like the truck is only like. What, six feet deep when it's actually, you know, a 12 foot long truck or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Randavan or Randavan or however you say his name. um, He's got a nice little setup back there. <laughs> TV, kitchen, everything you need. Yeah. Uh, does that mean that he has been living on that like the entire time he was in the ocean? Because I assume they, they brought that in by yeah, boat. I mean, okay. I assume so. I mean, if they were just transporting him from the pier to wherever the hand's hideout is, he doesn't need all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, at, at least they, they kept him a little comfortable. That, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think he's been in there with the security guard the whole time, or the security guard, bodyguard guy just showed up, was put in after he got to New York? Oh, yeah. No, I, I believe that, that that guard has been there the entire time. They, they would not take that chance. That's so, the hand I mean. yeah. So they're so those guys have bonded. They're really good friends now. And then the guy accidentally stabs him in the chest. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Wow, that's quite a betrayal. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it was bound to happen eventually. Like, you know, one of them kept eating beans. The other one didn't <laughs> like that. Like, I mean, sure they're friends, but you know, you've got some limits. Uh, yeah. And they're not, like, the best of roommates living together. Like, you know, outside of this, they would be, you know, great friends. But living together, it, it's, it's true. it just doesn't work for the two of them. It's true. Also, you know, the fact that the only reason Radovan's there is because the other guy's bosses kidnapped his daughter is hard. <laughs> I mean, that too, yeah. yeah. Um, I like when Danny goes in. He tells Colleen to what is it, watch his back or something like that. He said mm-hmm. something like that. What does he think she's going to do? Um, I think that his assumption is she is going to make like a caca sound <laughs> to warn him that someone is coming. You and I are too similar because I had that thought going in my head after I asked the question. <laughs> it's like two hoots like a barn owl and one like a screech owl or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, to be fair, she did watch his back, right? Like he he went in, Mm -hmm. and then after the it start the truck started driving, she went and took a car and then followed them. Yeah, and yeah, poor security guard guy. That guy's innocent, as far as we know. That's true, as far as we know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. 
Also, that car is made of adamantium because they didn't say it's not. <laughs> so, you know, as far as we know from last week. Okay, yeah. All right, we, we got to keep a track of things that we're pretty certain are adamantium. So, yep. all right, Occam's Razor, um, this car. <laughs> what else did we say last week? Or you? What did you say um, the blade that uh, Harold used to kill the hatchet guy. Okay, all right, got it. Yeah. Uh, do you think Colleen's sword also? Oh, I think 100%. every sword. Every sword that they don't actively say is a different type of metal. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, like um, Thanos's giant sword in Endgame. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I actually don't know which is stronger, adamantium or vibranium. But it bo- it broke vibranium, so it might be adamantium. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. we'll we'll find out someday. Now that Disney can use the word adamantium. Hmm. Um, so, where was, oh yeah, she stole the car, (laughs) and Danny punches the door open, like, okay, he gets that cool fight, but we're bad at talking about fights, the guy gets stabbed, and then he, he iron fists the door open, he fists the door, I should be saying, (laughs) and, um, I, I wish it was a better term for punching with your fist or hitting with your fist. Oh, well, damn it. All right. Never mind. <laughs> he, he kicks with his hand. Got it. I, I was going to, I was going to pretend like I didn't know the word were punching. And I literally said the word punching in there mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so he jumps out, jumps onto the car and Colleen is too distracted by the fact that this guy is probably bleeding is bleeding out. Right. We have to take him and mm-hmm. fix him in the um, in the dojo. But she, do you think she, like on the drive home, did she even ask about how he punched that door open? <laughs> um, I don't think she did. Yeah, I hope that happens next episode. I honestly don't remember, but <laughs> she should have some questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, luckily, they have a new um nurse friend. Who? <laughs> I mean, I I know we're not talking about Claire yet. Well, I'll I talk mean, about no. You know, I'll talk about Claire when we talk about Claire. All right, all right. She isn't a hero. I mean, I know she's just kind of a side character. Oh wait, did we use her as a hero? I mean, I honestly, don't know. Like, I I, I kind I of have... feel like. Hmm? All right. What well, what do you think? Do you, should we put her in the hero section? Well, now I I had to open up my Luke Cage uh, notes, and now mm-hmm. I'm scrolling around to see what I put down for character. Nope, nope. We have her as guy in the chair and Luke. Okay, all right. Well, then I, I mean, guess we'll, she we'll is leave like, her. Being. You know, her comic book character Night Nurse is like the definition of mm-hmm. a supporting character. She is there to fix the heroes when they get hurt. Yeah, that's true, and that's right. still what her character does. All right, all right, we'll we'll yeah. leave her in, in guy in the chair. All right, okay, all right, all right. So yeah, so they somewhat fix him up. I still pretty sure he's going to die, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I yeah, yeah, uh, and he Danny says he's going. You know, he might be a crappy CEO. But he knows how to fight the hand. The people who didn't even realize existed till yesterday. Or whatever, a week ago. <laughs> I mean, that was his training. It was to fight the hand. He just didn't think he would actually be doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Claire tells him not to do it alone. And, you know, in her mind, she's thinking of Matt Murdock. She's thinking of Luke Cage. But then the chick with the sword says she'll help. So it's like, don't even bring those guys up. <laughs> but do it anyway. <laughs> no, nope. you got Colleen. You're good, uh, Danny Rand. I mean, yes, that's true. But also, <laughs> just uh. <laughs> no. Like, like, can you, you imagine, like, like, hey, you know who I know who can help you? The Devil of Hell's Kitchen, also known as Daredevil. And then Danny's like, I have no idea who that is. I've only lived in New York for like four days now. And then Colleen says, Oh no, he's cool. Yeah, we should get him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, or, you know, uh, a hero who's not for hire, and they can make a company called 
heroes not for hire because one of you guys is a billionaire and the other guy is too rich or one the other guy is too proud to take money to save people. Well, the billionaire can pay him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I need to read those comics and decide, kind of figure out why Danny is for hire. I understand Luke Cage. He's not a rich guy. Danny's definitely a billionaire. <laughs> uh, I think he loses his fortune at some point. He might get it back. I don't. I don't know how that works, but I, oh, I assume comic it's one books, of those. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like how Colleen is just like, okay, I've seen the threat. I am, and Claire backs it up. I am definitely down to fight some ninjas. <laughs> Wait, you said Claire said that she's down? Claire, Claire, ba- Claire backs it up saying, yes, the hand is real. Oh, okay, yes. Back to what yeah. Danny says. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they go, presumably, to kick some ass in the next episode. But we're not there yet, so. That's right. I have nothing we'll else next for week. our heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, neither do I. So let's take a quick break and then talk about the <laughs> villains. All right. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Danny sent all but the brown M and M's. That's supposed to mean something. So Tony, um, staying inside is all the rage these days. Now I don't exactly remember why, but I think it has something to do with a plague. Anyway, during this time, how has your purchasing changed? Um, I eat out less because the places aren't as open. Exactly. You've been ordering way more takeout. Way, mm-hmm. way more takeout. Close. But it's not the fancy candlelit shindig that you're used to going out for. Uh, the food arrives in a ton of different plastic or cardboard containers that have no way to keep the food warm. And even worse, you're at home with cats. Now, just call... Uh, our friends at Candlelit Takeout uh, using their uh, toll fee number and they will arrive with what is probably a good meal. Um, so, uh, and it'll be so good that you'll stop mid-workout to eat it. I did not think that I wrote two sentences right there that argued with each other. Anyway, even <laughs> better, uh, they now have a bribe a friend package for those times that you need a favor but you don't want to ask someone until they'll... Um, be mad. You, you, basically, you, you want to bribe them with food first and then ask mm-hmm. them. Uh, use promo code MCU Rewind to be served by hamsters because they can't catch the plague. Just make sure to put the cats away first. Hey, I was thinking about last week's ad mm-hmm. and this week's ad. Mm-hmm. Um, do you just really want a hamster? No, no, I have no interest in hamsters. I just feel okay. like hamsters are somehow related to Iron Fist. I don't know why, but I'm just keeping the <laughs> thing it- going. Is it his hair? <laughs> yes, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got, got to put a I'm... theme in there somehow, right? So the theme for Iron Fist is hamsters. <laughs> for reasons that will become clear in the finale? I don't know. Uh, season three. Season three. Oh, season three of Iron Fist. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um... Don't, don't want to give spoilers away, but uh, it's, it, it'll all make sense. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have some egg on your face if Disney greenlights to season three of Iron Fist. Then you're going to have to figure it out. Uh, I think it'll be very clear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And also, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I mean, I would love uh, it if they did that. I'd love to get like a Defender season two or something like that. But mm -hmm. we'll we'll see. I mean, we have some number of years. So. Yep. All right. Um... Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident. And your friends will be granted a merciful death. Uh, where do you want to start? I don't have a lot of notes for who we've been oh, keeping right. as villains. I'll tell you what, let's start with Ward. All right. He sure takes a lot of pills, that Ward. <laughs> yep. 
he he wasn't in this too much. He just seems to be like the the generic bad guy businessman. Like he doesn't really mm-hmm. care about helping Danny, working with him. That's that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, the but, only th- real note I have about him is that he takes the heroin, right? The synthetic heroin. Mm-hmm. He seems way more like a cocaine guy being a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't have to stick it in a needle. Maybe that's what always yeah. stopped him. Yeah. And I now have in my search history the difference between cocaine and heroin because I had to look it up. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there are different terms with things. I had to make sure cocaine and heroin weren't the same thing. They're not. No, no. You're thinking of crack and cocaine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's being stubborn about the cancer case. And, I mean, that's all I have for Ward. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was trying to comfort joy a little bit at least but mm-hmm. still saying no we're on the right side of things so yeah all right yeah. um well then in that case joy i guess we can talk about her also um i mean did she do anything bad or she's still in the guy in the chair <laughs> <laughs> uh i i don't know i mean i i guess she she backed up ward to not give cancer people money yeah, and that's also how we see her starting out, too, right? Like, she's definitely wanting to withhold any kind of money to the, yeah. these people um, for multiple reasons, right? I mean, one, if they mm-hmm. give them money, that they're probably also admitting fault, um, and they don't want to open themselves to lawsuits. So there's that side of things. I don't know if she actually... Like, it does seem like she does feel bad. She does seem to have this worry that she's the villain in the story. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, she um she does she is conflicted though. Cuz she obviously feels for these cancer victims, especially after she assumed her father died of cancer. Or actually, he did die of cancer. They just brought him back and she doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We that. can't use the term that Harold faked his own death cuz he legitimately died. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how <laughs> things work with the hand. You actually die. Yep. It's actually real good if you're trying to fake your own death. It's real convincing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just rushing through these bad guys, but uh, there wasn't a lot with the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's the hand, if you want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I've, got, I've got the hand and I've got Gao. Those are the other two I have. Okay, uh, um, yeah, in that case, whichever order you want to start with. Yeah, we'll do uh, The Hand. Um, I like that opening scene where we see them selling to all different levels of people. We see them, one doctors, I think a lawyer, and then just regular old drug dealers. Like, mm-hmm. they, they have no prejudice. They don't, have, they don't see class. They just see victims. Yeah, and that sweet, sweet moolah. Yep. Um, it's interesting that it comes in many different forms, a patch and a pill. Okay, two different forms. I don't know why I said many. <laughs> um, it comes in aerosol. It comes in, uh, as a uh, Twinkie. Um, it comes in, uh, a live, uh, pig. All those ways are how you can take the synthetic heroin. Hey, people like their edibles, you gotta say. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and are they just doing it to make money? I think so. I I don't know if we'll find out later, but I'm pretty sure they're just selling it. Okay. That's interesting. (laughs) I mean, it it takes a lot of money to run a criminal enterprise like The Hand, so they need money from multiple sources. I mean, yeah, but money just seems so pedestrian for a thing like The Hand. (laughs) Um, so this isn't, uh, you know, this, this, eh, this probably is a spoiler. All right, Um, let's not get into it. (laughs) Okay, then yeah. Um, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have for the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, so, and I'll bring this up later. Anyway, yeah, so uh, let's talk about Madame Gap. Yeah. So she knows 
what Danny is. Um, not a spoiled billionaire kid, but a um, the Iron Fist. I'm wondering. Okay, so I don't think she's from has gone to Kunlun. She's aware of it. Mm-hmm. In Daredevil season one, she was going to go somewhere further away than China. Are where where are the hands from? I don't know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, you know, I I don't think she went to Kunlun if that's what you're yeah. thinking, uh, because of that whole fifteen year thing. Um, but there that's could weird. be some other world that's similar, or. I don't know what's further than China. Antarctica? Maybe? Maybe. Um. Well, okay. So, I just went on to Marvel Wiki. Okay. Kunlun is one of the seven capital uh, cities of heaven. Um, including Kunzi, a city of dark magic ruled by the Crane Mother. Protected by the Crane Champion. Um, Crane Mother... Looks creepy. I don't know if she's Madame Gao. <coughs> but there are seven cities like Kunlun. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm assuming she went there. Okay. So at one of these cities. All right. Yeah. That makes you know, sense. Some people actually gave me recommendations of Iron Fist stuff to read. And I read one issue. Really good. I need to get back on Iron Fist before we continue the season. <laughs> it because it'll it'll at least make you want to watch more of this. That and I do like reading the backstory, and this is true with most comics. To be fair, when I start reading the backstory, I start getting interested in like the lore. So mm-hmm. maybe I will really enjoy it because <laughs> it seems very lore heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she kills the guy who failed her, and then I guess she's going to fight the Iron Fist. Yeah, um, so you said something about, you You said that she knows Danny is the Iron Fist. Do you, do you actually think she knows Danny is the Iron Fist, or just the fact that the Iron Fist is in town? Well, I mean, I don't know if she legitimately says that Danny runs the Iron Fist. But I also think Danny now being in the spotlight is pretty recognizable. So if that guard or any of the other people recognized him, then he she would know who it is. Okay, I, I can't think anyone else has seen him, right? Because that one guard, I mean, she just killed him. Yeah, um, and then he's also been in a um, shipping container for the last however many months. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he definitely wouldn't <laughs> know that that's Danny Rand. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think she knows. I, I don't think she's combined those two. I mean, I don't know if she's even knows. I mean, I guess you're right. She she probably would know who Danny Rand is just from mm-hmm. watching news or reading newspaper or something. Right. Yeah. Twitter, and being, being well, she's also watching Harold or at least a Handar. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Did they know that Danny was there in Harold's penthouse? I mean, there's a good chance. I mean, so, I don't know why they wouldn't watch him during the daytime. So, so that would also mean that they're okay with it. And that was nighttime also. Well, well, okay. So she didn't, if they knew Danny was up there, mm-hmm. they didn't know that he was the Iron Fist until this encounter. Which would make sense. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see next weekend if there's something, or next weekend, next episode, if there's something backlashing <laughs> on the Herald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, this, this show is so much more interesting when you don't know what's going to happen, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the first time you watched it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Or maybe not sitting down for tw- 13 hours to watch it. Spreading it out. Yeah, talk about how the duck in the middle of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. I 
I think that's uh, that maybe that was your problem binging the show. Yeah. Yeah. I do like nowadays I don't I think I've talked about this before. I don't enjoy binging stuff anymore. So this WandaVision stuff is really working out for me. Yeah, I I, th- I feel like there's a middle ground. I think one week is a little long. You know, maybe mm-hmm. three or four days, you know, like maybe every Friday and Tuesday give us a new episode. Like I, I would probably enjoy that a little bit more. Um but uh hey, but to be fair, do you remember when we tried to do that on the podcast when we first started? That was a lot of work. I wouldn't yeah. do that for a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. But you know, we're we're also not paid for this. That's true. <laughs> also, we record two episodes a week. We don't make the all eight episodes ahead of time. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I know I do it, but also our post production not as good as uh, Marvel Studios. That is true. They definitely have some better people on there. Now, Tony, I know you have some good skills, you know, after a lot of practice, but they they definitely have some, 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 you know, it's it's definitely a couple orders of magnitude better there. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm kind of done talking about the villains, unless you have anything else. (laughs) Yeah, I too have nothing else. So, all right. Guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do help people with abilities no 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 not those three wombats no way all right or as i know him claire yep um yeah so she stays for lunch (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) that's that's right she really wanted that lunch um is she I, I, so the last time we saw her, she had left her job. She was forced mm-hmm. to quit her job, right? And mm-hmm. then she was in the entire one season of Luke Cage. Yeah. I guess we don't really know how long that's been. Um, but I guess she's yeah. living on her savings, right? So I mean, yeah. Meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. I was thinking about how much... how. Danny ordered for two people, but obviously brought enough food for like four because Claire eats and then brings the home leftovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But she makes it less awkward for, or at least is trying to make it less awkward for Colleen. Um, while making it more awkward for Danny, so it works out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's a good thing that I don't have she... any. Oh, good. Oh, I was gonna say it's a good thing that she was like okay with um ending her her training session early, <laughs> her private. Well, yeah, session. for free lunch. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she's we like we said she's working off of savings. She's living in New York City, which is not cheap. And she has enough um, extracurriculars, money for extracurriculars, like uh, going to a dojo. Mm-hmm. She needs that yeah. food. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 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 And then she goes home for a little while and then gets called in later that night because the guy got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the bright side, she was probably going into it thinking like, all right, I'm going to help someone who got stabbed. That's it. She didn't know she was going to be dragged into this horrible superhero situation again. (laughs) All right. Fool me once. Shame on you. Daredevil. (laughs) Fool me twice. Shame on me. Luke Cage. Because Jessica Jones barely met her. Uh, Yeah. uh Fool me three times. God damn it. (laughs) Stop (laughs) fooling me. (laughs) I mean, Um, at this point, is she afraid to meet anybody? Because it could just end up being superheroes and have to go to her to get fixed up or fix someone up. I mean, I kind of hope that she's at least learned. Uh, I mean, it would suck, but maybe? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so she she saved this guy with a credit card and some tape. Uh, Well, save. I'm relatively sure this guy's still gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll 
I, I mean, I don't know if we ever see him again. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't know. But definitely, why did... I mean, they don't want to take him to the hospital because he's wanted. But what's their game plan? <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is what I was wondering before, right? Like, they, you know, Danny wanted to prove that there was um, heroin being sold. And now, mm-hmm. and and then, then what? So, like, now they have more information. Okay. The, the, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I guess the only thing is Danny wants to fight the hand. It's true. And you know what? One guy can't do it alone. Two people totally got this. If only oh, yeah. there were like four or five of them, though, then yeah. they could take the whole thing down. <laughs> Claire, Claire should have at least, at a minimum, just just mention Daredevil. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I I mean, I get why they did it from a story perspective, right? Because you can mm-hmm. ride that in, and they got to bring characters in. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's very much like where the hell was anyone in during Winter Soldier or Iron Man 3. Uh-huh. Those yeah. are the only two ones I have questions about. Unless they were having the, the exact same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alright, well, um, the hand are doing kind of what they did earlier, which was kidnap children. To motivate parents, because didn't they kidnap a kid in season one of um of Daredevil? Uh, season two, yeah. Okay. They uh, yeah. So they they kidnapped. I mean, they kidnapped a couple of people, but they were using one of the parents, and I forget what it, they were using him for. Uh, accounting? Is that what it was for? For something. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's good demo. In fact, actually, in a book I'm reading right now called Warbreaker, uh, they're doing the same thing in that book. They kidnapped this guy's kid so he could argue f- for a war. I'm like, hey, I'm seeing patterns in media. <laughs> I mean, it seems effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who, who else did we see do that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that happened to um, General Talbot, right? They took his son. That is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say Iron Man 3, but the vice president's daughter just had one leg. They didn't kidnap anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still terrible, terrible, but they didn't kidnap anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm done with Claire and the rest of the guys in the chair, unless you have anything else. No, that's it. I'm ready to move on to 12%. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, where I have nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've, I've got one. It's mainly just a note uh, for something I kind of want to keep in mind for later. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about the, the three ladies at the beginning of the, beginning of the episode. They were um, selling that heroin to different people. Um, we yeah. see them go into the Rand building. Like there's a point where Danny is walking out and he holds the door open. Oh, yeah, that's true. All three of mm-hmm. them go into Rand. Uh, and we know nothing about it, like why they're going. We we don't see them again. So I'm curious and kind of want to keep a, an eye out for that. So we'll we'll see what happens in the upcoming episodes. Will do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's time to rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, Tony, how are we rating this one? Uh, How many synthetic heroin patches would you give this episode? Ooh, all right. Uh, I feel like we got to plan these a little bit better, because sometimes we just go with the first thing that comes to our mind, and that is just really bad. 
synthetic heroin, not as bad as some of the ones we've had in the past, but all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, this episode actually did have some action, but eh, I don't know. I, I don't think this was as good as last week, so I'm, I'm bumping it down to somewhere between a 2 and a 2.5. Okay, I think this is better than last week. I think this is my favorite episode so far oh, of okay. Iron Fist. Um, still not great. I'm still only giving it a 3.5. It's not in a 4 or 5 level. But it's a, my favorite so far. Mostly because we actually get some action and the the hand storyline is moving ahead. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, real villains are showing up now. Yeah, and honestly the hand are the most interesting part of the show because it connects to other shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it'll eventually lead to a crossover of some sort. You shut your mouth. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right, open your mouth so you can sign off. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, I'll read that. Uh, anyway, I guess we're closing it out. So everyone, <laughs> um, this has been the uh, cinematic uh, Marvel Cinematic Rewind for episode five of season one of Art Iron Fist. Um, join us next week when we'll be talking about episode six, Immortal Emerges from Cave. Um, and in the meantime, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. We are actually using that account now. Uh, mm-hmm. And also give us a, a rating of some sort on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day.